Mm-hmm. What's going on, America? It's your boy, Cappy Kingpin, just for the hell of it podcast. We are back in the building, got the team with us. Let's go. It's your girl, Slim Goody. Yo, it's your boy, Slum Dog Millionaire. Shout out, Urban Meyer, Slum Legend. <laughs> yo, it's Renegade in the house again. And hey, yo, it's Justify. Hey, it's funny, R. Kelly is begging the motherfuckers, stop, stop singing, spilling on your booty, please. Yo, today's topic, we're going to touch bases on why do this generation, or just in general with most of these new entertainers, you have to really be about that life in real life, but it's just entertainment. So my opinion on this is, it's starting a growth because like, cool, we get it. We all come from the hood. We from this and all that. But we don't have to actually go out and kill somebody to let them know we real. And that's what this generation is doing. Ending up in jail or getting into narcotics. All types of crazy shit to show you I'm, I'm about that life. It's like self-destruction. Let's talk about it. Right. It wasn't like that before? Hell no. Hell no. Not like, not like this. I mean, these motherfuckers is trying to do... Nigga, you had, you had vanilla ice. Because there's a lot more ways to reach us. Right, you had but, vanilla ice. You had all types of phony-ass niggas. They was in... It's right. called entertainment. But, but, Jesus. But vanilla ice can't come to the hood and be like, yo, what's good? Niggas gonna be like, get your white ass. Sugar Knight had the nigga hanging hang like curtains. So the black people. We're not gonna count vanilla well, ice. So that's whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Only thing... I don't wanna count. I'm just... I'm just saying... I'm saying more, more or less urban America. You're right because you got a lot of young kids dying from drug overdoses, uh, and I'm specifically like rappers and shit. Like oh, they I'm really. With you on that. I'm yeah. with you with the drug use. I don't get the drug usage, but when it comes to being being hard and this, that, and the third, I'm really about that life shit. Yeah, we had NWA and all that shit back in the day. But they didn't kill nobody. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this has been a thing for a No, no, NWA never killed nobody, though. But they didn't have to promote they didn't have to promote their music by actually going and doing something exactly. that they really put their ass exactly. in jail. Well, you like, know why? Because that shit that they was doing was brand new back then. Nobody really heard that before. But they wasn't yeah, going out killing nobody though. You can have street credibility without doing none of the dumb shit. Jay Z. Exactly. Tupac. Nah, I know you didn't just say Tupac. No, Tupac had no, no, no. Slow down. Tupac had street cred. Tupac had street cred. I said street credibility. Like Tupac didn't—he didn't become famous doing all that shit. Remember, Tupac was a background dancer for Digital Underground. But but he wrote about his environment. He was from the streets. What did he do? So let me let me cut right quick. We talking about at the beginning. False trust, man. Yeah. Well, right, but no, no, but this, this is this is no. What I'm trying to say. Yo, no, right, right, quick, Slim, Slim. Hold on. What I'm trying to say is compared to a Tupac and a Pushaisty. Pushaisty is on, on on a video, and shout out to him in his camp. And I hope everything legally. And this is not allegedly. This is on the news, so nobody's snitching. He's on camera shooting a Draco on the news. You're signed to Gucci, man, bro. Come on. Tupac I mean, had his things and shit, but you ain't... These kids is really on that shit. And, and I understand you come from that environment, but the point is to get on and get out that environment. You don't go back doing the same shit, just like the little niggas in Chicago. Nobody, 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 n
there's a camera and there's people taking pictures and posting it but i really don't think nothing changed i don't know well, you had a uh, few rappers that did it go ahead change man like i mean the reason i say is like i agree that there's a slight difference is because now it's like you see some of these younger cats they go out here they rapping but before you know they got an album coming out okay they finished the album now I'm gonna go do some ignorant shit to try to boost myself up to where okay they see me on this now six I'm nine I six seen, nine. I don't even count that motherfucker as a damn say, rapper. I don't know. I've I've always <laughs> a cartoon character. always complain about that that they don't really live that life from as long as I can remember. Well, there's been cases like like they said Diddy. I'll, I'll use I'll use an example. So Rick Ross. Exactly. When he first became popular, it was people was really upset that he was a CEO. Like that was not something. But it's just entertainment. But but I get that. But people were upset. We can't ignore like that wasn't a. That's black. That's niggas. Niggas in the hood with nothing. Poor black people. Niggas. Yeah, and guess who goes to his concerts? Well, you know the funniest thing that me. Out of comparison, you know the funniest person to me that is a you know that's a rapper that you see them and you like okay how the hell do you get this from this person as you see them grow up? Jake. Well, yeah, but, but but guess what? But guess like, what? I, I, I see Drake. I see that motherfucker in the wheelchair in the grassy high. That's the fuck I see. Smart. I'm gonna tell you why. Drake is so Drake, Drake was smart. Yeah, Drake wasn't rapping like that. Like he was from the hood. That nigga was singing. Right. But the whole thing going based off of. Perception. He knew his audience. No, right. he knew his audience. Drake right. knew he made his money off of women. So he, in yeah. this day, he makes majority of his music for women because women. He do. He do money. talk about some. He do talk gangster yeah. shit. He do say gangster shit. Back his catalog. No, no, peep it. I remember he did yeah. the video. Um, what's the shit called when he had the niggas in all black? They said it was like an H and M commercial. He had the all black. What's that joint? Uh, catch a body like that. Uh, uh, uh. That song. How'd it go? We're in the joint. Uh, uh, uh shit. Yeah. I might catch a body like that. What song? song? Yeah. What song was that? Sounding like that. He was in a. Remember, he was. He had all these dudes in a black. They had all black on standing there while he's rapping. Only one I know that was like. They know. That yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah, they know. They, know. they yeah, that joint. Yeah. Hey, 99%, 99% of his fans were high heels. Hey, let's where's, go. Yeah, yeah, where's cannabis? Where's cannabis at? Cannabis is done. Finish. Yeah, I know. I mean, because, I mean, tru- truthfully, yeah, Wyclef did kind of fuck that. No, it was really LL destroyed that motherfucker. No, no, no. I'm talking about the other album because the, the second round knockout album, that was good. But that one, the second one, here's the thing. Wyclef is a great uh, artist and can produce a song. A song. Don't let the nigga produce the whole album. Because he, he did Cannabis Dirty and the Yin Yang Twins Dirty. When he produced the whole fucking huh? album. Huh? <laughs> that shit. After the Whisper song took off of that, he went, oh, why can't for choosing the whole album? Cannabis was like, I don't do that, as you. Shit. Yo, <laughs> yo, uh, Rennie, Rennie, what you think, man? I want to hear Rennie. Well, uh, yeah, kind of, I think, like, maybe what you're saying, like, in general, the trend is... You know, there's a certain trend to be stupid. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time, but the thing is, it still hadn't 
it's still going on. It's like it's getting worse, though, as far as the, especially with social media and the trend mm. of the stupidness that people like to do. You know? mm-hmm. And it's kind of, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying on on that level, you know, because it, it definitely nothing's getting better. I mean, but also, you know why, though? Because being positive doesn't make you money. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's right. That's a good point. You got another thing that say when keep it real go wrong. Ren Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, that shit. That shit was funny as hell. It, the gra- the grandmother sends the dude to go get candles and the dude's like, make, make sure they're the big ones. That's right, goddamn. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know another thing, and I'm just being honest, and okay, I'm from the projects, I get all that stuff, but for some reason in Atlanta, that's why I be right. Yo, black people get on my nerves here. I'm, I'm just, it's just for, because I'm sorry. It just be some, they do ignorant shit, just straight ignorant. Like, oh man, it's like disgustingly ignorant, man. And I know I can be ignorant, but I'm talking about in public, like just disgustingly, like you, like, first of all, you know, those little motorized things, they're made like for the people, rascals. you know, the joint, the carts, the, the motorized. Yes. They're made for either handicap or o- which mm-hmm. older women consider. Yo, literally, the lady had to tell it was a whole family. And my thing is, and I, I say this respectfully, you fat ass bitches, you shouldn't be in a store because it's made for handicap and people that's not that mobile. You're big can, on purpose. Hey, Kathy, I can do you one better. Somebody need to put a saddle on your back and put the fucking card in your mouth. <laughs> two weeks ago, or was it like a week, like a week or two weeks ago, when they had when they had the big EBT come out, where they was giving everybody all the extra EBT for the kids and everything. Yeah. That nigga money. We went we went to the grocery store, right? And I bullshit you not. There was this woman. Now, mind you, I'm not, I, I can't tell if somebody's handicapped or not because you know you you can't look at somebody and say okay you're handicapped or not. The woman was petite. She's in the thing. Okay, she's older. Her two kids. It's following behind her Yo, in the damn, the same damn I was getting to like that. Yes, yes. Here, hold on, right quick. Let me finish my story. So I'm in there shopping. That. I'm sorry. I'm fin- shopping. It's a whole family. The, the yeah. little, I'm talking about a little kid can't be no more than six. He's driving one. Is a the son, he probably like 12, 30. He's fat and sloppy. I'm waiting. The cops, they're going to get rid of him one day. Seriously, I'm sorry. They gonna read. He just. I'm gonna tell you. No, no. I, I was at Kroger's. I was at Kroger's. That is Kroger's kind of like our top, y'all tops. Well, no, I, no, I, I go to Kroger's. Okay, in so just it's just they was ignorant, and the thing that made it so ignorant, they're not. The mother is shopping, but the kids is just riding the joints, and they almost hit an old lady who wasn't in one, and. The old lady say something to him instead of the mother chastising the kids. She's laughing and the little boy getting smart. So yep, the good that, thing the management came and said, get the hell off the fucking carts. Therefore, people that's not mobile. These little dirty, nasty ass kids. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I can see them getting gunned down in the streets or going to jail. I'm sorry. That's his only way. I'm sorry that's because it's just way. ignorant. That shit ignorant. And the mother said, you fat welfare recipient, you, you section eight lifer. That shit okay, just so, hey. disgusting, man. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> I spit so on. Now that we know that Cavi is the new spokesperson for Planned Parenthood. I'm sorry. That? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just turned into a Republican. I'm sorry. But that's that's kind of like this Darwin's law of survival. It's like, you know, the survival of the fittest. You can't be around on the planet that long being that stupid, though. 
Right. Yeah. Do y'all feel me though? That shit was mad. It, no, it was hey. an old ass lady. It was my grandmother. I would have kicked that them, that fat motherfucker <laughs> off. The, I really wanted to throw a stick where the motor is at, and make it jam up or something. And I was hoping a little boy stop and fly and get decapitated. Let me. I'm slowing down. Damn. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, slowing right. down. We I'm can, slowing down. I'm gonna get a drink. drink, man. Take a drink. I'm gonna get take a drink. drink. I'll be back. Go ahead, y'all. No, maybe you shouldn't get a drink. Maybe. Uh, I'm gonna get some lemonade. I'm gonna get some lemonade. No, bro. I've been mean. I wanted to talk about that so bad, but fit. Go ahead, y'all. But Slum, you you had an experience though too, though. Yo, Slim, it's just frustration. Apple didn't want us. Apple didn't want us. Remember, Apple didn't want us. We cursed too much. Okay, well, people change their mind. It's all right. All right, well, Cavi, Cavi. Yes, sir. Cut that story out of it. Cut that part out. Cut the damn out. Okay. It's a couple niggas who changed my mind before. You know that. I mean, I have to say, that Apple experience is not a... That's not a normal experience for me. I I most have, yeah, have, have the opposite. I don't. I've never yeah, had a problem with Apple. I Apple I mean, store. the last two times, the last two times I was in there, that was cool. I'll give them credit. The last two times, they took care of everything, especially with the way the pandemic was. It was cool. They didn't act like assholes. It was cool. But prior to the pandemic, when I had to walk in there, you had these damn hipster, damn snotty acting mother. Oh. Well, you know, more like a, as a matter of factish type, like, you know, they, like, it was top shit, like, them motherfuckers, huh? they're supposed to treat you like Chick-fil-A employees. Facts. Oh, 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 that's what I was <laughs> to tell you about. This happened last week. Yo, last week Friday, I was at Chick-fil-A, right? Because it was the last day that they was doing those peach milkshakes. And I, that story, you know, I love the peach Yo, milkshakes. Yo, bro, you stay with some wild-ass flavors. Pause. <laughs> but, yo, no, yo, that ass, they actually, you know, it was like real peaches and, and that shit tastes good, but I digress. I walk in the store because, you know, Chick-fil-A, 
Loves to make people wait in long ass fucking lines for no reason. You went inside Chick Fil A. Yeah, we could go inside I've now never, too. We could go I've inside. Never oh, been we can't inside order inside. Prior to the pandemic, cause shit, my family was in South Carolina and everything. So before they came up to Buffalo, I've been in it a few times. Yeah, said, right oh, quick, ju- yo, justify, justify. Yeah. What's the, what's the name of the one Chick Fil A? Um, they sell uh breakfast and all that shit. Like it looked like Denny's and shit. What's the shit? What's the shit called? Slum is on um the Sutton House. The, what's damn? Is the Chick Fil A? Is it different? Is the Chick Fil A? But they sell uh breakfast. Kind of oh, look like. Oh, they right. do it now. Uh, no, not no. What is it called? You know what I'm talking about? The, the joint they got the Sutton House. It's like a little door. Oh yeah, it's like the the, the Dwarf the House. Cottage. Is it Dwarf House? Yeah, it's like a, it's like the Dwarf. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they yeah, sell yeah. real bread. Like you would get breakfast like IHOP shit. Uh, nah, yeah, that's no, down south. Yo, Slim, when you get here, I'll show you it. Yeah, it's got they got one in Jonesboro. Yeah, and they got one on Highway 85 in Riverdale. Oh, really? It's called the Dwarf House. Dwarf House. I would not expect that there. But you know, Highway 85 got every restaurant you can name, though. What's that? Highway 85 got every restaurant you can name. It's it's just a, yeah, it's just yeah, all yeah. restaurant. It's going like to Fayetteville. Right, 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 right. Door. It's called okay. yeah, Dwarf House or some shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. But yeah, I walk up in the place. Me and my son walk up in there to go get these milkshakes. It's the last day. It's um, Friday. So we get in there. There's this girl, and she's sitting at the register. She's leaned up at the register, got a bag of food. She's eating there. And, like, while I'm, while they're taking my order, and, you know, we got to wait for the shit. So between me putting my order out and then going to wait, I hear what the hell's going on. I guess they called this girl, and you know, she was in school, and said, hey, you fired. And, like, it was like some bullshit, I guess. Also, she bring her ass up there, and I'll change the shift. She ordered some food. She's just sitting there, and she's calling bullshit on the fact that she get fired. And it's like being loud. Like, yeah, they fired. Yeah, I got fired. And then, you know, she's rallying everybody. Oh, yeah, well, that's why I hate working in this fucking place, too. I hate this. You know, and everybody up and down the line is like, they hate this place. You know, talking shit about the place. But... Working in between talking shit, they waiting on customers as they come in, and I'm sitting there like, you know, if you really hate this place, why don't you give me these fucking milkshakes for free? Then you know that ain't fucking show. <laughs> you know, I'm like shit. Yo, don't talk about it. Be about it. Shit. Yeah, no one, give me one of them damn. They don't have no spicy chicken sandwiches and waffle fries. You know, fuck this place. Yeah, yeah. Two extra Polynesian stuff. Fuck this place. Shit. <laughs> but that's just fucking crazy. It's like you don't expect to see it and. Like I said, I just didn't feel like like standing in that uh, sitting in that line because I already I got off of work, you know. I didn't feel like you know being out too much longer. And I was like, fuck it, it's probably quicker to go in, which it wasn't because I'd sit there fight with the DoorDash motherfuckers. Like, I feel like they drive through goes by pretty fast though. It depends. Oh, like yeah, who's running? It depends, it depends on who's um, working the stuff because yeah, they can get you in and out of there. Right. Yeah, they got some people that sit there and they don't know what the hell they doing, but then you got some that they do their job and they overtly happy. It's almost like they try to be on the next commercial. Mm. <laughs> the commercials do funny to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I was watching Pluto, they had a Chick-fil-A commercial and it was all in Spanish. Mm. Um, what's what's and, that about? And I'm all you know, I'm all cool with that and everything. But I was watching everything that was in English, so, you know, I thought that, you know, I was, like, 
like the, the damn weed that fucked me up or something like that. You know, I <laughs> the frosted like, flakes. Why like, these niggas speaking this Spanish? Them, them frosted like, flakes. Uh, maybe if I take two more pumps of this shit, I probably understand what the fuck they say. <laughs> sound, sound like he's getting dusted, player. Nah, nah. But no, in all honesty, though, they, they, they Pluto, they just put, throw anything out there, and they got, I guess they got their signals crossed or something. But they always got everybody that big ass red chair. I had a bad day, you know. My tire got flat. But little, but little Darian, he was able to make my day brighter by giving me a damn so I, It's gonna be some damn weird ass fucking story. It's like at Chick Fil A. Yo, they do be saying some crazy shit. Like, yo, dude hopped out the drive-through window and changed the tire. Some crazy the fuck? shit. <laughs> Nah, for real, man. Yeah. I'm waiting for that one. I'm waiting. Nah, this is like how the commercials they be doing. I'm waiting for that one where the woman be like, "I got stood up at the altar, and I went to Chick Fil A, and he came up and made me smile. I'm happy to say we getting married at that same Chick Fil A in about a year." Sweet. That's some real cool shit, shit like right there. <laughs> yeah. That's just they're making these motherfuckers out. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you know, that's part of that's part of excellent um, customer service. If you actually, you know, you ain't acting like an ass to the customers, but Chick Fil A, stop making y'all motherfuckers seem like they Superman. All right, I mean, this is you know, like these, a bunch of Bentley Fires work, work, is working that fucking damn Chick Fil A and <laughs> some shit like that. Okay. Like, come on now. I'm telling uh, customer hey, service stories now. I do one thing I come in contact with a lot because I guess I look a lot younger than what I am. So whenever I'm receiving some type of service from somebody who is probably like around my mother's age, they feel the need that they can speak to me as if I'm their child. Which is not rude. And all you got to do, I'm like, man, why can't the people just be professional? I mean, they don't know how. I have always been raised to respect my elders, which I do, um, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for, like, if I run into a woman who's at her, like, it's, it's like, past my mother's age. Like, at this point, she's, like, my great-great-grandmother. I'll let you get your (laughs) little stuff off a little Mm -hmm. bit because you two, at at 85, 95, I Mm -hmm. mean, nothing. You about to be out the door. Like, just yeah. say what you got to say. It's checkout time. Right. Yeah. I'm not about to have an argument with a 95-year-old woman. Like, oh, hell no. She going to feel how she going to feel regardless of what my little behind said. But when I run into women who are maybe in their seen. 50s <laughs> and they feel like they could talk to me like I'm like 19, 18, I'm like, now mm-hmm. listen, don't let like the baby face fool you, ma'am. We not going to. We're not doing that. So like <laughs> and I had went up to my old college to get some paperwork, and I probably still looked the age of one of the students. And she was getting kind of snippy, like, why don't you just do this? I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. that's what we're not going to do, because I don't go here no more. I'm not at the age to go here no more. Been there, done that. So you need to pipe it on down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all the you got, you talking to somebody that pay bills for real. Not no little college dorm, like nah. Slim about to give her a new education. Listen, I don't, <laughs> I don't like when older people talk to me crazy because I look younger. That's not my fault. I take care of my skin and black don't crack, crack yet. That's not my problem. I'm gonna need well, you my to thing, pipe on down. 
have you noticed? And the one thing, and like I said, the uh, piggyback off what Slim is saying, and I think it's something that we all can agree on as a collective whole. The one thing that I'm getting real sick of when it comes to that aspect of customer service or just people being professional, respectful towards other people, you cannot keep blaming the pandemic for your attitude. Mm. We all have been going through this. None of us just being thin from another planet or anything to where none of this shit was going on. Yeah. This, ain't, this, ain't, this ain't like if you go to a third world country that is complete opposite uh, from where you're from. We all have collectively had to deal with the bullshit that's going on here. So I don't want to hear that, you know, bullshit. Oh, well, you know, because of the pandemic. Motherfucker, I've had to go through the pandemic the same way you've had to go through the pandemic. The same way 10 more motherfuckers that's about to walk past here has had to go through the pandemic. So you can't use that as no excuse. That's almost like, you know, because we're... I, I've been dealing with, at a situation with my kids' school. Since we talk about professionalism, I'll, tell, I'll bring it up. The busing situation, which everybody knew, was fucked up in June. Right? As soon as, the, as everybody was getting them damn unemployment checks, you knew motherfuckers was not going to try to go to work if they're making more money sitting at home. Right. So, when school year came around, now mind you, y'all school down there started up about three weeks before school up here started up. It's all, it started in August. Yeah, because by the time school started here, that motherfucker was already doing remote. Right. Because my niece and nephew ultimately ended up having to do it as well. So the bus situation up here. Now, first week of school, bus situation is always fucked up. That's how it's always been all the way back to when we were kids. But now with the fact that there's nationwide shortage of bus drivers and the fact that these motherfuckers knew that these bus drivers were not there when the school started... Causes more problems. There's a situation on my daughter's bus in which the kids came and told us what's going on. And I'm, I'm cool with the parents of a lot of these kids, you know, and my daughter, uh, all my daughter's friends who are. They came and said that this shit happened. It was some bitch on the damn bus. Now, they never had a bus aid. They got substitute bus driver and a bus aid. The bitch who's the bus aid is blowing a fucking whistle. What the fuck? On the bus. Blowing the fucking whistle on the bus. And because I guess they tried to say that the kids were rambunch, rambunctious and loud or whatever. Is these so, kids or animals? I don't get it. You blowing and, and that's really, what, what, the kids the kids, up so she blew a whistle. That's the problem. I no, thought you were talking were, like figuratively no, speaking whistleblowing. Like, no. Jesus. No, she really, like, she pulled this whistle out and the kids was like, wait a minute. We ain't done nothing like that. We ain't no animals. But the bitch blew the whistle right next to my daughter. My daughter, and everybody said, my daughter didn't do nothing. She was just sitting there. But when she blew the whistle, it shook her, you know, because she had caught you off guard in that loud noise. The bitch goes and tells my daughter, oh, well, the reason that I had, the reason all this happened was because of your coworkers, so blame them. Mind you, my daughter is at a school. Yeah, I said it right. The bitch said because of the coworkers. Are you talking about the other students? Yeah. So that, that, so that might be a crackhead you're talking to, man. My daughter and the rest of the kids tell me all this stuff. So, okay, I try to do this the right way because my kid's school knows me. I've gone up to the motherfucker many a times. I've gone to the superintendent's office many a times. I send an email. The woman try, you know how motherfuckers, they feel that, okay, well, you know, you can't see, you know, you ain't going to see me and touch me or the fact that they didn't expect any parents to say anything. I say something, the lady tried to call me a liar. 
So I sent an email back. I said, okay, uh, so you call my daughter a liar. I said, guess what? Um, I'll see you Monday. Them two 45s on his waist. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. The lady sends me an email back quick. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. Uh, can we talk on the phone? And I, I feel like I overstepped my body. You know, the whole thing is you got these people who feel that if there's no way, the more I was getting into the story other than, you know, a lot of fucked up shit going on with these, bu- you know, with people with these buses because motherfuckers who know that if they need you and they can't fire you because they need you, they're going to go ham. That shouldn't be like that. But the thing is, when you got somebody who feels that you can do whatever you want and think that you're above any type of consequences, like nobody's going to say or do anything to you, they're going to run with it. And that goes back to like what I said about the people at Apple, the people, you know, and other places like what Slim said, as far as the lady who was rude to her, like, okay, well, I can do whatever I want because of my position. I realize the Slim could have easily snatched her ass from across the desk. Mm. Yo, but you know what? Justify. They got some some stores came with solutions. So, uh, not, go ahead, finish your story. I was gonna tell you another oh, one. That was they, it. No, that was it. It was, was actually it. a solution. So, uh, y'all got BJ's. Is it a BJ's in Buffalo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So BJ's. So uh, I shop at BJ's, and you know when you 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 scanning this stuff, and then something may happen when you're doing self checkout where. It say you need an attendant, whatever. So yeah. don't forget this this young black girl. She was at the desk. So I'm assuming you're the attendant at the desk. I, hey, can you help me out? Well, oh, I I, I don't, I'm not working over here. The person is down there. Uh, okay. So uh, can you help me out? She's like the person down there. So I said, you want me to go down there and get the person? Like I'm a customer. I don't. You're at the right. desk. She's on her phone at the desk. Got her thing plugged in. Ah, did she go up? The lady come. <laughs> Come help me. And I tell the lady, I was like, listen. And I said to her, I'm like, listen, I ain't come here for all that. I'm patronizing the store. I just asked for assistance. She flips out. Uh, so I was like, that's crazy. Because I'm like, I, you know, prior to that, when I was in the aisle, the guy that run the whole store is a white man. He asked me in the aisle, hey, everything's okay? Cool. Mm-hmm. I could have been an asshole double back. Yo, you see what's going on? I ain't do that. Mm-hmm. Moved on. The next week, that same guy, he's up front where they attended. I don't see that girl no more. He's up front and attendant, making sure people coming, getting people out. So obviously, I never complain, but other people must have complained. So exactly, yeah, yeah. So I was just gonna say, I think that's the issue too, is that we don't like. As I know, at least I can speak for myself. I don't like snitching on my people. No, I My people are being ignorant at their job. It broke my heart when I had to go up the corporate chain a command on DoorDash on this black girl, but she took me to a place where I was about to be like, yo, just drive back to my house real quick so we can have a conversation. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> being wild. So we can duke it out my, or shoot it out. Yo, she <laughs> delivered my food to the wrong place, mm. which is, it's an easy mistake. A lot of people do that because the way that my building is set up, they think the side entrance is Would the you same correct building. it? Correct but it's But yeah, I, I put it in there. I said, make sure you use the front door because mm. the side door is a different building. And also call me when you're there so I can give you directions. I always say that. Mm. And she had an attitude. And so she drops it off because she said she, she dropped it off. I'm like, no, you didn't because I'm sitting outside and it's not there. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I dropped it off at the side door. But oh, I know. So I'm just like, all right. I'm like, well... If you would have read the, the, the note, it says, do not drop it off at the side door. She's like, well, it's all the same building. I'm like, no, it's not. 
not the same building. Those are two different buildings. Mm-hmm. I cannot get to that building from the inside. I have to go outside and walk around to get to there. That's a different person's house you delivered it to. I'm going to show you how simple that is. And really, there's no reason for her to get like that. Like, if you make a mistake, all you got to do is call the, like, if you're the driver, call DoorDash, call that 1-800 number and tell them that, tell them that, okay, I did this or I delivered it to the wrong place. They'll get another driver to do it. It's like, they'll correct it. But there's no or, or guess what? If you're not too far, Renegade, just double back and see where you That's dropped it. That's what I was going to say. Because people do that shit all the time. I did I it did a couple of times and corrected. I even mad. Because people make that mistake all the time. They usually they just like, oh my bad. They'll go to the place, grab it, and give it to me. Like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It happens all the time. So I really wasn't mad at her. But the reason I got upset is because she started snapping. Like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, listen, it's the attitude part. It's the resistance. I gave you a tip and everything. I had to go up the chain of command on her, and I felt horrible for it. But I'm just like, ain't no one way in the fucking world that you like that. You think that shit cool? And I tip you, bitch. Not. My thing is this. I don't feel if you do something, if you go against what your job entails and you catch an attitude and act like you want to be big and bad, regardless of what race you are, wrong is wrong. Right. I'm not going to lose any sleep because if the will, if the tables turn, they're going to do it. I've seen people try to give the person a benefit of doubt and try to fix the situation, no problem, and they sit there and they run over them and try to go over and try to make it seem like they the victim and everything, and that, you know, and it'd be like the person pretty much takes the same stance as what Slim says, like, okay, well, you know, I ain't trying to cause, you know, I don't want no problems, you know, you know, there's too many of that going on right now. Let's just try to make this right and everything. Nah, nah, fuck that. Nah, we don't do it this way. And, you know, and going on, and they push you to that point because my thing is always, at the end of the day, it's either you or them. Either you're going to complain about a situation that, you know, if it's taken too far, or they gonna sit there and turn the tables and try to make them seem like they're the victim and you did all the harmful stuff to them. At the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about you. They might right. not give a fuck about you. They want to try and do whatever they can get over on. And that's too commonplace these days. Regardless, that's why I'm at the point now where I don't care what color you are. I can give a fuck. If you exactly. do wrong, I'm going to let you know you do wrong. I'm going to let your management know you do wrong. Yeah, I'm going to say that. That's what you need to do. Facts. And, and that's the thing about it. It's like, uh, people forget this. Correction is not punishment. Right. Exactly. A lot I mean, of people forget like, that. No, Correction is not punishment. You get away with shit, man. When you tell somebody they did something wrong, what you mean I did something wrong? Maybe you well, that's a whole, you know I mean? yeah, that's a whole other topic about not being able to handle criticism. Yeah. That's I, the whole thing where it's really difficult for some people. But you know what, Slim, sometimes it's not that. even criticism, it's correction. You did, just like how but the girl yeah, did something wrong. She uh-huh. was wrong. All she had to do was correct it. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to double back. If she couldn't find it, that's when... Like, a lot uh, of people can't handle that. They can't that, handle you telling them that they was wrong. And guess that's what? They got correctional facilities for those people. people. They got correctional <laughs> facilities and fucking <laughs> caskets for those <laughs> people. Yo, for example, the other day at my job, I, 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 something happened where it was something I, I messed up. It wasn't nothing severe. But, you know, the manager say, hey, well, you know, this happened because you do this. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll go take care of it. So when I see the manager, I say, yo, man, I'm sorry. I know, you know, it could have it went two different ways. He said, hey, hey, calm down, calm down. He's like, yo, shit happens. Yeah, you know, shit, he said, shit happens. Don't worry about it. You know, and cool. Because shit happens. I mean, the whole thing is shit really happens. And, you know, it's better to say that and be like, okay, well, you know, as long as you ain't do nothing to, you know, being a dick and continue to run with it. 
But you but, know, you got some people that sit there and it's like, okay, they're perfect. You ain't, you ain't shit. You're a fuck up. I can't do no wrong. You know, that shit don't work. Yo, you know how many warnings I got in traffic stops because I just listen. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many warnings, especially down no, I, here. I, I, you know how many yeah. warnings I got because I just listened. I didn't. You was doing this yep. and doing this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, shit. All right, hey, sir. You- I'm gonna be honest with y'all. That ain't never happened to me. No, yo, I, I swear to me a hundred times. Yo, yo. No, I swear yeah, I to you, Lee. No, no. Entire life, one no or two. I swear to God, like down, especially in Atlanta. I, I say more in Georgia because they know you need your license. Um, I promise to you. Mad times. Some, you know, sometimes I got tickets, but most of my times, you didn't. You pull over and do everything you're supposed to do, and chill. It depends, especially if it's a black cop. I'm good. Well, because, shit. Yo, all that wilding and uh, man, man, what you what you stop me for, man? Yo, man, dude, come on, no, bro. Now they're gonna look for a reason. You think I've ever been pulled over by a black cop? To be honest. Well, with we you. got mad black I cops here. So. Oh. Yeah, I don't even Ooh. think I've ever been pulled over by a black cop. I got a story. I got a story. Ooh, this shit, this shit was funny as hell, too, when it happened. I was driving. This is in Buffalo. Um, I was driving, and I had, I forgot who I had in the car with me. I knew it was a female. But we driving, and I blew through this. I didn't stop at the stop sign. So Buffalo police pull up behind me. Black, Two black cops, one man, one woman, right? The cop comes up to the window. I told my pastor, I said, hey, uh, follow my lead, okay? He said, okay. So the, the male cop is on my side. The woman cop is on this side. I said, he said, uh, yeah, you went to that stop sign back there. Uh, you want to talk about it? He's, I was like, man, I'm sorry. Look, I'm trying to get her home. She's sitting there arguing with me and yelling at me, and I just, I guess I missed it. I, I'm, sir, I'm sorry. He's my ID and everything. He said, Oh, uh, don't worry about that, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. The black female cop was pissed. Hmm. He was mad as a motherfucker because he was like, man, don't even sweat, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Go ahead, man. I know how the women be. He had to hmm. get back to the car. Yo, that sound mad biased, though. I, why wouldn't she be mad? Like, come on. Dude. I would have been mad, too. Like, Hell hey, yeah. Hey, the fuck that hey. Hey, I did not give a fuck. Why well, don't you don't give a fuck? You don't kind of <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I, I I could figure she'd be mad as hell, like you know. I told, I think it was a coworker I was taking home. I told, I said, you know, he, that's gonna be a hell of a shift for him. That motherfucker ain't gonna come. No, back for it, you. no, nigga, you lucky she ain't asked the woman. Did he hit you? <laughs> Right, right. Nigga, that would have turned. She would have draw that Glock down on your ass. <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing, yo, but the whole thing was there was no argument. Like I just said that to cover my ass. Mm. So, so she yeah, just, cops you know, don't really um, fuck with me out here like that. So I don't really have any nice cop stories. I had a situation in Amherst. I'm speeding up Nairi Falls Boulevard. Cop pulls me over. He said, it was a white cop. I was like, he said, hey, where, where's the fire, man? Where you in? Uh, and I, you know, I'm quick on my feet. I'm like, check this out, officer. Uh, my girl just got off her period. She said, it's prime time. What the fuck? What? Oh, Jesus, Jesus Mary Joseph, huh? Yo, 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 I told him, I said, yo, she ready to get down, man. She told me to hurry up. I, it's been a while. And in all honesty, I was just going to the store. But Justify, you said, high as hell right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, hey, yo, I'm telling the truth. Yo, I'm telling the truth. Because after I got away with that shit, I had to call my dad today. You ain't gonna believe this shit. I used this. What? The cop was like, 
The cop was, I mean, are y'all stuck in the contradict or something? Like, how, yeah. how, how does this happen? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It just be cold. The, the, the response from the cop was the funniest thing. Cat died, so I said, yeah, man, my girl just got off the thing. You know, trying to get out. He said, oh, well, slow it down and when you get there, knock it out the park. Have a nice night. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would want his badge number. That is I disgusting. I wouldn't feel that was, that's a crazy story. That was Amherst. That's Ooh. not normal. That's not normal. Yo, that 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 part is going into the clip on you Insta, Instagram. Hey, but shit. And the funny thing, like I said, I've only had one, only I had one bad incident with a cop. It was a very bad incident. Oh, and this is how bad it was. She was telling me, like I'm stopping and everything, but she's like running up on me, almost like close to hitting my car. So I'm stopped, and then when she went to try to do it again, I stopped, and then I went through the red, the red, uh, the stop sign, and then she gonna throw her lights off. Why'd you go to that sign? I said, "Cause you done tried to hit me five fucking times." I'm like, "Shit, you trying to call? You trying to provoke something?" I said, "You need to calm that down." Cause I'm pretty sure your dash cam caught you doing all this shit. Where you was at in Canada, nigga? Talking to these cops like this? Yeah, how do you <laughs> talk to hey. cops like this? Man, them yeah, cops would have shot that, that nigga that, dead, man. <laughs> I was on the east side. This was on Comstock. What? You know what? I'm... Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. 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 Was like, that skit says like, before this I mean, white dude, right? Huh? You had to be dressed up like Dave Chappelle when he was doing <laughs> skits dressed up as a white dude. <laughs> oh, uh, Bigsby. What's the nigga named Bigsby? Uh, Bigsby, Clarence Bigsby. Yeah, well, my thing is, like, I'm respectable to the cops, but that was the only incident I had like that to where it was something crazy. Clarence Bigsby. You sitting there there driving up and you almost hitting my bumper trying to get me to do something. And then when I, I, you know, try to go ahead instead of, you know, going through the bullshit and I put, you know, get, um, go through the stop sign, then you want to throw the lights on and make it seem like I was doing some erratic shit. Like, she started following me, and when she pulled up to me to begin everything, I was at a red light. I wasn't doing a damn thing. Well, she didn't catch me doing anything. And then when I turned, it was almost like she was trying to bait me to do shit. Right. But that was the, that was the only, that so far has been the only incident, or wait, nope, that's the only incident to where it was something to where somebody was up front bad, bad at me. I had that one incident when I had nine cops draw, gun up, draw guns at me. And what? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Justifying his ducktails. <laughs> story time with Justify. It is Mikey story time. That could be a segment. Story time with Justify. No, seriously, 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 justifiable. No, justifiable moment because this nigga stories. This nigga tell better stories than Charlie Murphy, bro. I'm sorry. I can promise you one thing about anything that I tell you. It's the truth, and they made. No, we not. We not saying it's not the truth. We just love how you tell stories. But it's just wild as hell because it's unbelievable. Very much. Nigga, nine cops drew guns on. It sounded like, sound like cocaine cowboys. <laughs> no, what happened was, 
Hey, well, was, I'll tell you real quick, and then, and then Slim, you can tell you, sir, just real quick. I, I was living in Chitawaka. I was heading to work. I was This nigga lives mad places. Amherst, Chitawaka. Come on now. <laughs> For anybody <laughs> know, this is not, I'm out. Nine cops <laughs> drew guns on you in Chitawaka. What year was this? <laughs> this was two oh, years ago. Well, 11 years ago. 11 years the, ago. I was working at the place that, um, I got 2000. He, he was on that, he was on that powder real bad. He was on powder real bad back then. No, listeners who don't, who aren't familiar with Chitawaga and what that is. One of the most suburb. racist suburbs of Earth. It's a racist right, suburb but, in upstate New York. Right. Just and so if you look on YouTube, you're going to find a video of the woman calling somebody a nigger in front of the Dollar General and um, Airport Plaza. How did you not get a CNN segment after that encounter? How are you well, alive? <laughs> let's go. Let's fucking go. Yo, let me explain because this shit is fucking crazy as hell. I was living in um Chitawaga, um Lindaland Apartments. I don't live there no more, so I can say where the fuck it is. Oh, I had a little sneaky link that lives over there. Sneaky link. <laughs> That's another story. Well, no, go ahead. So Slim can tell her. I had to work. I was working overnight shift at my at this job, so it's about. 11.30, I'm leaving, the guy. be there at midnight. So I pull out of my apartment, and I go up to the main street in a um, union, and I had to take that all the way down to my job. So I'm taking that all the way down, and I noticed that when I pulled out the parking lot, there was two uh, Chief Lager police that was there. And so I pull up, I go around, and get off to the main street, and I'm just driving straight down. Next thing you know, I see these cops, the lights come on. Now, there's a ride aid. Um, across from the supermarket there. I pull into there because I'm like, I want to, whatever, whatever's going on, I'm going into a well-lit area. Pull up, and then all of a sudden, I see the two cop cars, then I see about six, seven more come out of nowhere in a damn SUV. <laughs> and they all pull up around, they pull far away, but they're all surrounding the driver's side of the car. They get out the car, draw their weapons. One guy had a shotgun, all angled, uh, all aimed at my door. The other cop, pulls up the other side, gets out, walks over, looks in the pa- rear view, uh, looks in the passenger side. He's like, wrong guy. Oh, hell no. Nah. He's about I'm to turn like, that nigga to Swiss cheese, man. I'm like, <laughs> I asked the officer, I said, officer, uh, what the hell did I have to, what the hell did the right guy That nigga would have been doing his podcast right. from heaven. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the cop said, yeah, the cop said, the cop sat there and said, Oh well, we're sorry. Uh, the person we're looking for somebody who lived in the same apartment area as you. We saw your car leave out. We thought it was him. I said, okay, but um, what is the like? What's the description that you're of the person you're looking for? Oh, he's driving a black car. That's it. I have not had a black car since that incident uh-huh. happened. Oh shit. Slim, like, go ahead. Well, that was the only description they had was black car. Yeah, that was it. That was, I mean, that shit pissed me off. How did they know you were the wrong guy if you had a black car? They looked inside. I guess they, at first they saw the car and jumped at that conclusion. Then when they looked in, they saw that I ain't look nothing like this motherfucker, but he wouldn't tell me what the motherfucker looked like. The only thing he said was the guy was, I guess the guy was supposed to be in the apartment complex across the street from mine, but because of the way the driveways were, they just seen the black car coming from back there. And I'm sitting there like, dude. Y'all about to, like, y'all could have fucking killed me over a fucking mistaken identity, and then what? The dude. Plant you know what? Me. This is actually related to one of the stories I was going to tell so much. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, oh. I used to live on Cortland and Delavan. 
for people who are not um, familiar with the Buffalo area, I didn't know it was the hood when I first lived there, but apparently it's <laughs> not a nice neighborhood to live in. People was nice to me. I was friends with all the drug dealers, so we was cool. cool. We went to there. school. Yeah, we was cool. We went to school together. I had no problems, but apparently it was a really bad neighborhood. But so the guy who lived upstairs, they were raiding his house. SWAT team, all that dogs, battery ran, like they busted in our back door because it was a two family house. Mm -hmm. So, like, how you can go to the back door and go all the way up the stairs to get to upstairs. So, they busted that door in. My mom's screaming, freaking out. Our dogs are barking because their dogs are barking. They got the lights shining all in our apartment. Go upstairs. The guy's not even home. This is Buffalo SWAT we're talking about. So, I want y'all to guess how they caught the guy. Dead on arrival. No, <laughs> he said dead he on was, arrival. He was, he was coming home from the corner store and walked in his house and saw a there. That's how they caught him. Hey, he walked in. He, <laughs> he walked up to go home and saw all the cops, and it was just like, you the guy we looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Look, can y'all close the door before y'all leave? And one funny thing, they didn't even fix the door. They destroyed our back door. Like they just pretty much was like, "Yo, my bad." And it was in the middle of winter, so it was like a, it was like it was like February or something like that. And my neighbor, it, I don't know if y'all remember uh, Dave Chappelle's character. He's like a crackhead. He had a real high pitched voice. That's a uh, uh, Tyrone Bigsby. Tyrone Bigsby. When I tell you, my upstairs neighbor. Was Tyrone like down to the voice and everything? His name was even Tyrone. Sounds just <laughs> like, this. <laughs> like comically, just like this dude. So mm. that is uh, my issue with the cops. Number one, number two is my very first car was a '04 Chevy Trailblazer, it was silver, which apparently is a very popular um, street pharmacist car. When I would leave my boyfriend at the time's house and drive home, he lived um, by uh, MLK Park, and I lived at the time in Tonawanda. So when I would leave his house at night to come home, I would get pulled over almost every single night. Because they were like, what is this street pharmacist car doing (laughs) over here? (laughs) We're not used to seeing it. Why is she always driving around? really late at night so at some point it just got to the point that i'm just like well what y'all want now because y'all stopped me almost every single night and asked me the same thing where you going where you coming from i tell you the same thing every single night and then uh, my next story is i had a friend when i worked at the mall he was white he drove a mustang and he drove me home one day but it was late. So, like, the mall shift ended at, like, almost 10 o'clock. So, by the time I got home, it was probably, like, 1030. So, he's sitting outside of my house. And I lived in Tonawanda, which is, like, a pretty out, pretty Caucasian, um, <laughs> for those who don't know. And I guess one of my neighbors had called the cops on his car because it's that type of neighborhood where if they see a car they don't know just sitting there, they'll call the cops and say there's a car here that we don't know and it's suspicious he did have right that's normal shit yeah but so the cop comes and he comes up to the um passenger side and he says what are you doing here so i look at my 
friend who's driving the car and I'm looking at him like so you just not gonna answer the cop like wow that's wild that's what white people do and he's like no you talking to me I'm like excuse me he's like what are you doing here and I was like um I was confused because I'm in the passenger seat so it's just like I didn't drive here <laughs> like why are you asking me did, did he think you were a prostitute <laughs> oh, shit. I think he did. I think he did. So I was just like, well, about to get a little package. I was like, sir, I live here. And he goes, no, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. And he's like, prove it. So I had to take out my driver's license. This whole situation, he never asked the driver anything. The revolution <laughs> will not only, be televised. He was only talking to me. So then I hand him my ID and it had my address, the house we were sitting in front of. He was like, oh. Well, oh, that's ridiculous. He was like, oh, well, you can't sit here. Mm. Oh, and man. I was like, and my friend was like, oh, okay, like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll leave. And then he left. Fun fact about the town of Wanda police. Um, they, they recently had an officer and also a first responder both get in trouble for taking pills out of the drop box they have for people who was dumping, like, expired, like, um, like hydros and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds very time to wind up. That's not well, about right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like uh, Whitey. 100%. Yeah, yeah that's not like something they would do. So shit, time to is a little fucked up because time to wind There's a town called time to wind and if you can drive up Niagara Falls Boulevard, Amherst, or time to wind cops can get you, and it don't make a difference. Just like if you drive up Kimmore Avenue, Kimmore, which. I have more respect for the Kenmore cops because they'll pull their own fucking mother over. They, yeah, they'll pull anybody oh, over. They ain't racist. Kenmore cop will pull you Man. over for going two miles over the yes. city. Yes, yo, Kenmore cops don't give a fuck. They'll pull you. And I told them, I told them, I said, I respect y'all because y'all go after everybody. It's like, it's everybody. Listen, said, they'll pull a self over. They put, they'll pull a self over. They own something. And they got to pay the bills. Right. And so them, I give them the utmost respect, even though I try to avoid driving through Kenmore because 30 miles is a bitch to try to hold. <laughs> and they be out here, too. They be out here. Yo, is it? In, I never heard of no crimes in Kenmore, dude. There has been. Yeah, there was one of the recent, a couple years back, this guy got killed in Kenmore. Oh, guy I hear. They covered that up real good. Real quick, these them up. Yo, them cops, hey, they be everywhere, bro. Everywhere. But most shit that happens usually happens on the outskirts of it. Like, Town mm-hmm. of Wanda, it'll happen there. Amherst, it'll happen, but they try to cover it up. But as soon as you hit North Buffalo, they're going to talk about it. Mm. I, I got one. I got one. This didn't happen to me personally. My dad told me this one. This happened to my cousin's girlfriend. I don't even know if they're still together. They might be. But uh, she had a son who wanted to be about that life. And uh, this nigga got caught with some weed down by the big chicken down here on, um, damn, what's that road? Kyle Parkway. And cops came up to him. They said, yo, what's your name? Nigga lied about his name. So when he lied, oh, okay. That's uh, obstruction of an officer already. Yeah. One charge. Uh, his mother had to go get him. So she goes down there. She tells the uh, the officer behind the desk her name. The nigga looks down, looks at the computer, looks at her, steps from behind the desk and puts her in handcuffs. She oh, got a warrant. Said, she got a warrant. In New York. Yes, sir. Damn. Brenda, Brenda's got a baby. She barely got a name. 
Because I know, all I know is I know she beat her son ass when they got out. I know she tore his ass up. Oh, yeah. I know she did. That's crazy. Let's get to the final thought, man. Let's get to the final thought. Damn, I'll be mad. I ain't going to front. I'll be mad as fuck. Officer, you gonna keep me longer? I'm gonna fuck this motherfucker. Up. <laughs> Yo, the you final. Did parents ever say if you get arrested that they would just let the cops keep you? Hell yeah, they always say that. Keep oh. your ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my, my mom. My mother always say that. Don't call. My father said if you're doing right, if it was something you was doing right and you got arrested, like you wasn't doing nothing stupid. Okay, I got you. But if you're doing some fucked up bullshit, some fuckery, you better not even fucking think about calling me. Jesus. Yeah, time. Jesus Christ. And, yeah, and, and shit. <laughs> my, my father never got a call. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so. <laughs> I guess you won't act up if the parents tell you you on your own. Shit. Uh, yeah, shit. So, my final thought with this is uh, you can be an artist without shooting at nobody. You don't have to do right. that. It's entertainment, it's beats and rhymes. You can entertain. Look at Rick Ross. Shout out to hey. him. Respect his hustle. But you ain't. You don't have to be Pablo Escobar in real life because the real Pablo Escobar was not making records, right? And you were killing like it was exactly. Shit. So I, I think you still can make great music without without that. And also on top of that, shout out to Childish Gambino. It's okay to be yourself. We don't have to portray this character to entertain people. You could be yourself. Um, the other thing is. Again, customer service amongst black folks, correction is not punishment. And those people that was riding in those carts, I mean, off air, I would say some shit. But go ahead, y'all. Yeah. I'm going to say my final thought. What did you say? I said, you said plenty on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to edit some of that. <laughs> you go yeah. edit that out. Yeah, That's edit, good. Yeah, I ain't That's trying to edit, it. especially the kid part of editing. Yeah, so you take that child part out. Yeah, I'm going to um, I- I'm gonna. I just thought about something regarding the uh, rappers living this life, and my final thought is related to a conversation I had with an ex of mine who used to uh, rap. He was actually pretty. He was actually really talented, but um, he wasn't making money from it. So I would uh, tell him uh, one day we was talking about it, and I was like, "Listen, I get it. Like you love music, and this is what you want to do, but." You can't go up to the landlord and spit some bars and have a record. That's not how this works. Like you're gonna have to do something to pay the bills. So I understand people funding their career through maybe doing something that's not necessarily legal. I think that's not something that was touched on. So I understand it to that extent. Because depending on the neighborhood you're in, and you need money for studio sessions to do it to get there. I get it. I'm not going to say I condone it, but I get it. But once you're there, you got to stop. There's no reason to still be doing that shit once you made it. That does not make any sense. But I understand what you got to do to get to where you got to go. Right. Um, Customer service. I ain't uh, wishing bad on nobody's children, uh, but uh, we got to do better. Uh, We got to do better. And I get it. I used to work in retail, and people are nasty and rude, but I was never, like, overly disrespectful to people for no reason. Mm. And um, <clears throat> these cops don't like me, so I'm not going to say nothing about them. 
Really, that nigga really lost that race, man. So, cut that. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, the customer service thing, like I said, if you want to be niggerish, I hope you get fired. Jeez. I hope you get fired. I hope you can't pay your bills. I hope you strike something. Because you, you ain't got to be an asshole. That's just what I said. Everybody's been dealing with shit during this pandemic, man. Pandemic does not give you an excuse to be an asshole. If you want to be an asshole, you can lose your fucking job. That's how I see it. Because you signed up for it. You know what you got to do. Ain't shit changing. Don't be mad because you got customers and somebody's asking for help or something like that. You know what the job is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and policemen, I think the the police, they, they, I don't know. I guess they're getting better than what they used to be. There was a dude down here who robbed somebody, uh, robbed a lady of her car with a bow and arrow. I heard uh, that. I heard it. <laughs> yeah. I heard it. I heard it. When you think you heard it all. Didn't the cops shoot him? No, oh, they, 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 took him, they took him in. I had a that but I guess they're getting better with that, the non-shooting shit. But then again, we still got, what, three months left in the year? Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. And remember, this year Halloween falls on the weekend. <laughs> Ghetto boys. Oh, shit. <laughs> Out there punching the concrete with your bare hands. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, King, but it was gold, that was flower. <laughs> <laughs> Renegade! Let's go, let's go. Uh, as far as, as far as, I, I hear what y'all saying on the whole industry thing, but the only thing is when you start doing stuff, you can, that's that phrase, a slippery slope. You start going down a slippery slope, though, you know, and at, at some point you got to, you know, you got to figure out, because, you know, I, I think everybody's just caught up stuff you know they, they don't know where to stop right. as far as the cu- customer services my thing is and I, like i said i don't i don't think anybody knows how to be professional anymore how to actually work a position in a job <laughs> you know it's like that's you just hire anybody especially blackie it's like that's all yes it's, it's like i get a simple solution just do your job mm-hmm. <laughs> but and I, i'm not gonna touch the police thing <laughs> he's still out in the streets he gotta be careful no it, it, them, them canines and water holes uh memories right oh shit <laughs> yo that's the old testament old testament <laughs> go ahead Jeff. well as far as um like i said well we talk about as far as the artists um and the things that they're doing if it's like what Slim said. If you're doing stuff and you're doing like doing some stuff that might not, it might be frowned upon upon some people. Okay, that's one thing, you know. But when you get to that plateau, you stop. But these young cats out here, who it's like one of the things that used to piss me off when I lived down south was the fact that you see people who would watch BET and they see how they would have this illusion that everything that goes on in New York was the way that they wanted to do things. So. They would see a video of somebody in New York and they'd, okay, well, I'm going to start acting like that person. 
and I would start, you know, you know, start shooting up shit, trying to live out this damn gangster life that they didn't have the stomach for. So I mean, is a you know, there's a difference between entertainment and reality. A lot of the stuff that you see is made for TV shit. If you ain't about it, don't attempt it because it ain't gonna come out good for you in the end. All these motherfuckers that try to do this shit now, as soon as they get caught, they telling on everybody. All of a sudden, snitching is the latest fashion. Listen, first 40 is my favorite show. Oh, especially that was, as soon as they get that motherfucker <laughs> damn fool. Once them, once them niggas put their shirt, they, they arms in the shirt, they about to tell mm-hmm. it all. Right. Or they bring them out, damn, can yeah, of soda with some chicken. Oh, oh, a, 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 a can of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. make it thirsty. Now, as far as the um, as far as the part about professionalism, we're in the workplace. I've seen people who have been assholes. I've seen people that will sit there and they play the part. They do their eight hours and then they get off. They don't sit there to try to cause anything. The problem is you got a lot of people who act like when they're at a job that they are owed everything and don't have to do anything to get it. You got a lot of people who sit there and they be like, well, they need me. I ain't got to do this. They, you know, kiss my ass. And don't get me wrong. I worked in the supermarket. I was a cashier and I got into it with what after who I figured out after the fact was the wife of the mayor of Buffalo at that time. <laughs> and I didn't get in trouble for it because truthfully she was acting like a bitch and all the other cashiers saw what happened. So, but outside of that, you're polite. You do your job because shit. If you don't do your job and you get in trouble, you get no money. You get no money, you ain't got shit to do, and you gonna sit there and cry the booze. GoFundMe's are not made for people who don't know how to fucking act. And the damn world works. <laughs> All right? So, because you got everybody cry the booze about something, and then when the truth comes out, then you don't hear nothing. And acting mad niggerish, and once again, niggerish goes across the whole spectrum. It don't matter what you are, because I seen a nigga in every goddamn race, background, nationality, do something stupid to try to play victim. Mm. As far as the police go, I will touch on this subject. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because they look, I don't know how they feel about you. Okay, still- okay, Bruce Willis. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. Come on, Bruce Willis. <laughs> the thing about this, like, my thing is this. Truthfully, it's almost like, it was brought up in there, it's like, the way you perceive yourself to them, you know, as long as you ain't acting like that. In most cases, because you don't, because there are some fucked up cops out there. I'm not gonna sit there and say all police are doing this. I've dealt with a good amount of decent cops. I've dealt with dickhead cops. I've dealt with dickhead black cops that seem like they're trying to show off for the white cops. I've seen that shit. But the whole thing is, as a whole, you know, the ones I've dealt with, I say my piece. If I got a ticket, I went to court one time and I beat the ticket to the point to where the judge was laughing and told me to have a good day. Because mm. of the wild shit I was saying in the court. But the whole thing is, is like, as long as you don't do anything extra, because they're going to act extra. You got one of the assholes who sit there, used to get his lunch money taken in school. He's going to act like a fucking bitch because he got a gun in the badge. But if you actually come across somebody that actually, you know, ain't doing nothing out the way, you know, they said, you know, you talk regularly and everything, you're good in some cases. I don't want to sit there and make it, like I said, everything is different. You got good cops, you got asshole cops. But I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, a bunch of a bad, a bad apple with a bunch is 
ultimately that goes back to what we supposed to be saying about the customer service. It's the same concept. You're gonna have people who know how to do the shit, and you got people that's gonna fuck up and try to blame everybody else. So hopefully you don't end up with the fucked up ones. Um, one last thing I'm gonna say. Um, it is officially October. Um, if y'all y'all gonna eventually see on my Instagram that I got pink beads in my hair. I was saying, before you start laughing, I was saying, I'm just laughing because I remember you look like a Laffy Taffy. Well, this was the first year, first time in four years that I had pink beads in my hair, but it's also the first year that my aunt, who beat breast cancer, is not here to see this. Oh, man, sorry to hear that. She's part part of the reason that I started doing it. Now, let's get a lot of people who see me in pink pink beads. Look at this nigga. Then you had a purple beads for the month where uh, females getting their ass. At the end of the month. Yeah, at the end of the month, I wear purple beads in my hair for domestic violence. Yeah, for so the females getting their ass whooped. Yeah. Right. But I do. Yeah, why you got to say it like that? <laughs> well, you are, you slum. Why are you making a joke out of it? But this is the first year that my Aunt Remy will not be around. You know, she have, she beat breast cancer, but last year she died from a metastatic cancer. And so I, it, when my hair grew long enough, I made it a point to where. I was going to continue to do what I used to do for her and a bunch of other women who I know that has either beat, has had breast cancer and beat it. And I know of one who actually passed from it in which I made, I went, in fact, she died in October when I went to her funeral, I had pink beads in my hair, you know, as a memorial to her because she's a stubborn woman. You know, she fought like hell. Let's dedicate the show to her, bro. So, like I said, I dedicate my this part of my show, which I know my aunt really shaking her fucking head at me now because she always did when I said shit. I dedicate <laughs> it to I love you, I, I love you, um, I dedicate this show also to Margaret Brown. Love, love you. You are like a mother to me, you know. And like I said, when y'all see me in purple, that's dedicated to all these women who has to go through something that if I see the motherfucker doing it to you, they dead. I'm sorry. You you can end, you can end the show, Justify. You can end it. Yeah, I'm ending the show like this. If you fuck around and I catch you putting your hands on a fucking woman, your ass is wor- your ass is gonna be getting mail from the fucking groundhogs. Just for the hell of it. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>